0: Welcome to Spotty Translation, the only anime podcast have the panel. Hey, it's anime, but they love puppets. I hope they do still. Isn't that right, Brian?
1: Yes, Zachary. All of that was 101% <laughs> accurate.
0: I am glad because day, folks, this is a very special day because Brian is finally done. He is, he is, like a little Steven, finally graduating from the Spotty to university.
1: Yeah, I uh, I have my little certificate here, and <laughs> I'm dressed up in a I don't know what's the Japanese equivalent of a graduation gown. Uh, they graduation kimono.
0: They basically just uh, they basically just wear like I mean they basically just you know wear Uniforms. Yeah. That they would wear like you know like you know that they would wear like normally anyway.
1: All right. But well, the thing though was I am dressed Japan, as I normally am anyway. Yes.
0: In Japan though, the diplomas are actually like a scroll
1: oh you know that's really cool and my diploma yeah. has um illustrations of 36 different degrees on it that <laughs> i earned
0: oh man <laughs> just slow down a little bit bro
1: so i am a very accomplished uh spotty but, tier
0: yeah but uh if you are just joining us i don't know why but we <laughs> have been going through the entirety of the puppet anime series like a yummy like in like and like, Thunderbolt Fantasy, and mm-hmm. we are finally at the end, episode 13! A new, so we are at a, we are at a new, uh, we are at a new duty, uh, and what could that possibly mean? Because the world is currently on the verge of collapsing due to a threat of a giant demon god.
1: Mm-hmm. So what I thought we were talking about the episode.
0: <laughs> Oh, you're funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at me go. Anyway, yes.
0: Man, that's super. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's just get on with the episode. Yeah. So, uh we open with Knight as she is doing her dance to summon the demon back from uh I guess back from the hell that has been sealed in underneath the sword and she's like, "Yay, I'm back." And that's sort of the last that we see of her. Yep. Um but it's sort of implied that she is, you know, sort of like consumed by the demon. Um to summon it, so that is death yeah. number one in this episode.
1: <laughs> I guess that is a death. She's kind of an immortal demon, though, so I imagine it's more like Russian nesting dolls, where she just sure, went yeah. inside the demon, and yeah. now there's a demon and a demon, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but we cut immediately to the beginning of the fight between Crow and Bones that we were setting up last episode, uh, to where Bones is actually... Uh, kind is he? You know, to where Bones is actually kind of uh, you know is like you know kind of amused by this because he knows that Crow was constantly running away from Phoenix, who was trying to kill him, and he was like, ah, ha, 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 "I killed that guy. What hope do you have?" Yeah. Uh, to which then Bones is like, mm, "I don't need to fight you, but you know what? One of my one of my good friends, the Demon Birds, can actually fight you." So then he summons it, but before he can actually throw the whistle. Uh, Crow runs in, they do a little bit of a fight, then they go back, and then Bones is like, hmm, hmm, you're still not good enough, and then he throws it, and if you are, uh, and, uh, you know, like, uh, if you have yeah, you know, if you have, if you have been paying, like, you know, like, attention thus far, you, you will notice that the sound from the whistle is a little different this time. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back. Uh, and then Bones is like, or, or, or no, like, you know, I, um, uh, and, you know, like, and then Crow is like, well, you see, actually, I was actually just trying to, you know, like, you know, like, um, uh, do a bit of damage to the whistle because as, as those who work with, as those who work with, with the Demon Birds know, uh, if the whistle is damaged, instead of following the commands of the person who, like, threw the whistle, it once said try to attack them. Yep. And so ha! Ah, Crow is once again what's Crow is once again one like you know, like uh like you know, like one step like you know, like one step like, like, like ahead. So. I'm getting the
1: feeling he's a little bit of a trickster.
0: <laughs> what what would even be with that impression after all this time? <laughs> um And so uh, and so basically, the bird comes down and attacks Bones, and then Bones basically kills it in just, you know, like a few seconds. It's fine. <laughs>
1: yep, that, that um, would kind of became a non-issue, but hey, it showed yeah. how clever he was.
0: Yeah, um, but then at this, though, Bones wants to know why Crow, who's obviously a very skilled swordsman, didn't actually kill Phoenix himself. To which Crow is like, well, you know, like he wanted to die at, at the hands of somebody stronger than him, whereas, and, you know, I steal... And you know that's not really a thing that the that, that, that you know like that you know like that that can't be stolen because like you know like uh, no matter what Phoenix no matter what he may have done in terms of his intentions they were pure even if you're like you know even if like you know what you would think he is like you know like a bad guy his intentions were still like you know like pure in terms of in terms of in terms of just wanting to find somebody stronger than himself and he found that in Bones.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I feel that there was also a little bit where Crow was like, I didn't really give, want to give him what he wanted. He was trying to kill me. So if I killed him, that would be giving him exactly what he wanted. Um yeah. I don't think Crow likes to fulfill people's wishes very often.
0: Exactly. Uh, to which then he actually does go on to whereas, as in, Crow was once uh, a disciple of the sword. And he says that, like, you know, basically, studying the sword does reveal certain truths... And then to him, it, uh, you know, like, it, like, it, like, it, like, it revealed to him that his heart truly wanted, uh, to follow the path, uh, you know, like, of, uh, of, of, of like, deception and lies. Thus, basically sending him down the path of, to being a thief.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: so then, basically, the fight then begins, uh, to which Bones first testing Crow in speed, which he says is sort of, uh... It's sort of like you know, like is sort of the like bedrock, uh, when it comes to skill in the sword. And Crow matches him for like, you know, like blow by blow. And Crow is obviously very bored with this, which obviously makes Bones pretty upset.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, so the next Bones di- and so the next Bones goes to power, uh, to which then he de- and to which then he uses a very strong swing on Crow, and Crow blocks it like. Like it's nothing. All the while, all the while telling him to be careful with the sword, just because he might, like you know, like because you know, if he goes that strong, he might actually break the sword, uh, thus making it like you know, thus making it like impossible to to like reseal the to like reseal the demon god. Exactly. Which makes bones even angrier. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting pretty dang mad at this point. (laughs) To which then they begin fighting. Uh, more so. Uh, to which then Crow basically tells him, uh, that, that, you know, like, in Bone's mind, basically just working and trying, like, you know, like, you know, like, and trying to improve your craft basically doesn't make you, like, a master in the sword. It's actually more akin to sinking into the ocean, to where basically, like, you know, like, to, to basically, the more that you work at it, the deeper you go, but there is no end in sight. Yeah. Uh, and... To which then, to which then, uh, basically they, they then try to do the two giant attacks at once, uh, and it basically ends in a stalemate of sorts to where Crow basically has turned his sword back into his pipe, uh, basically showing that if he hadn't done that, he would have definitely, like, you know, killed him, but Crow doesn't want to actually kill Bones, he just wants to, like, embarrass him.
1: Yep, true to form.
0: Uh, and he has done that, but Bones is not going to let him have the, the last laugh. Instead, he throws the sword up into the air, uh, causes a stasis of sorts to then, to then tear the sword in, uh, you know, like, like, you know, like in half, basically telling him, uh, and, well, and then the sword edge comes down and then goes through his chest. Uh, thus, basically, uh, you know, like, uh, and, uh, you know, like, and at that point, Bones is, like you know Bones is uh, about to die but then basically he's like Oh <laughs> the humans that you love to trick they will all now die at the hands of the demon it's your fault they're going to die crow
1: <laughs> Yeah no he was real spiteful
0: Yeah <laughs> Uh to which then uh you actually get to see Crow getting really mad for the first time That was
1: very interesting to finally see Crow lose his composure
0: uh, yeah, so basically Crow is mad just because Bones didn't do what, uh, you know, like, uh, Bones did not do what everybody else has done so far, and basically, like, uh, you know, like, and basically just give up in shame, and basically hang their head. Yeah. Uh, Bones was a defiant until the end, and so basically Bones took away the reward that Crow wanted all this time.
1: Yep. Which is to be able to just keep doing what he's doing.
0: Uh... But then we, uh, we then cut to the, we then cut to the, the, the the, the, getting out of its seal, which is, uh, which is CG. That is about the worst, like, CG on the planet. Uh, That wasn't great. Yeah, like, unfortunately, this show does, uh, CG is not its strong point. For as good as the puppet work is,
1: there's a reason they're using puppets. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, but then we cut to, but, uh, but then we cut to to a like Kingfisher Young, uh, and Frozen walking towards the site and and then they and then they are like, you know, seeing the demon, wondering what it is. Uh, and then Crow meets up with them, uh, to which then Young is basically like I bet that I bet that, you know, like oh warming, oh, I mean, like Crow actually tells them what happened, like, you know, up to the fact that Bones got rid of the sword, to which Young is like, I bet that you pushed him to the edge. <laughs> <basically>, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh and to to uh, you know like to which then uh, young tells Crow that like you know like that that you know this is his problem to 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 fix uh to whereas in Crow basically comes up with the plan to go to another shrine and steal uh and like you know like and steal their magic sword to then try to seal this demon with it. Yep. And everybody's like, that's not gonna work. Why are you joking around?
1: Uh, I was kind of hoping they'd actually do that, but. <laughs>
0: To which then to yeah to which then Young steps forward and is like yo so you know uh, we've actually like you know not tried everything yet so you know like until we actually try like you know like all of our options don't give up yet to mm-hmm. which then Young walks off to which then Kingfisher tries to stop him uh but but then Frozen stops her basically telling her that the way that Young is like, you know the way that Young is walking away is not the is is not the walk of somebody marching to their death.
1: Um Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh to which then like you know, and then we and, like you know and, 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 and then we cut to the demon who is a giant like CG mess, uh basically laughing about how like, you know, with the sword now gone, she's unstoppable and she's going to to like you know, who will, like engulf the world in flame. To which Young is uh walks up and is basically just like, You guys and your swords, can you just <laughs> shut up about the swords already?
1: And I like that line, because if you think back, pretty much everyone is obsessed with swords in this, in this show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Uh, basically, like, to which he basically says that, you know, swords are only but a tool, and, you know, like, like, you know, like, in that tools basically are only, like, you know, like, you know, like, only have merit in the hands of, like, you know, like, you know, like of somebody, and that they aren't really that, you know, like, all that special all by themselves. Yeah. To which then Young pulls on. Uh, or, 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 I mean Young pulls off. Um, I guess you could say maybe say the 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 like Day Sex Machina of of the series, <laughs> in which he summons a giant scroll in which contains the thirty six swords, which were which are all magical and which are and which are basically used to kill gods and demons and all other forms of magical things.
1: He's like, huh? I have like a billion swords that can work here. Which one should I choose? <laughs>
0: uh to which then he uses a sword that uh basically creates a a like wormhole into space. Yes. In which he sucks the demon into to cast it out into space. Mm-hmm. And then he slams the sword into the ground and then he's able to get uh the handle and the guard just like the old sword yep. away from it to basically create the seal in it.
1: And I'm sure he uh, just created a very interesting plot for some sci-fi show somewhere.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh and so yeah, uh and so then basically, um uh and then and then so like Crow and Frozen uh you know, like Kingfisher approach and basically like you know, wondering what's up with all that, uh to which uh to which Young like you know finally like explains uh that they uh or I mean like you know, like that he in his old country he basically uh he he basically found that there, that, you know, like, uh, that there is like, you know, like whether that there's somebody like bones in basically every country and that basically like old wizards and they just keep on making these stupid magic swords. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to which then it's basically his job to go find these swords, to collect them. And then basically to get rid of them, uh, which, which in this case, he, he was able to, to, you know, like, you know, like t- to, to like get rid of this one, the magic, a uh, space hole sword. Uh, yep. Uh, to which then he gives. Uh, to which then he give. To to which then he gives. Like Kingfisher, the guard and the handle for her to guard, saying that the actual seal uh, that connects this plane to space will not close for the next hundred years. So basically, they have to watch it until that time.
1: Yeah, I guess they're a perfect little um, goal to live for. Now that her last one's gone. Yeah. Nice little replacement.
0: Yeah, so then we do the fade to black, and then we open uh, on, and then we open on to Kingfisher, and uh, you know, like in Frozen, with them training, uh, with actually, I mean, like with this actually being that Frozen is now basically like, a, like you know, part of the Don Clan. Uh, yep. With her, too, or basically he's now like her husband, uh, and is basically going to have to train in the ways of their sword, and he is not a fan because he still wants to use the spear. Yep. Uh, but to which she's just like, you know, like, like, you know, but, like, you know, but, like, you know, but the frozen basically has to, um, uh, set the good example for their son that, that I'm going to assume she's actually mentioning that she's either pregnant or, uh, you know, like, um, uh, or that they are going to have children in uh-huh. the
1: future. That uh, seems to be the implication.
0: Yeah. Uh, to which then we cut to young, just looking on and being like, oh, oh, you kids. Good luck <laughs> to you. As then he walks away, uh, but then Crow meets up with him, uh, and they and then and, and they have a talk to where basically Crow uh, gives Young, I mean like you know, like like you know gives Young, like, you know I mean like and then and then Crow gives Young like an umbrella that is that's that that is similar to the one that he took at at the start of the series, so telling him that a storm is on the way, and it's a gift to which Young doesn't really trust it at first, to where he pokes it like, like you know like a few times. <laughs>
1: It's like, is there a tracking device in this umbrella?
0: <laughs> uh, to which then he takes it and then he walks off uh, to basically say that, you know, like he has to, you know, figure out a way to, you know, like to, to you know, go find more swords as he also tries to, to like, you know, get rid of these swords that he, that he already has. To which Crow did say that he won't be following him, but then Crow's like, but a bunch of villains will, will, will be following you trying to get the swords. And I may want to try to embarrass them. So you know what? Let's go for the buddy cop film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season two.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then this, I got rid of it because I am a dumbo.
1: Oh, are we talking uh, about the final the, soliloquy?
0: Yeah, but the series actually ends uh, with Young walking away at the shrine to where the series uh, first began. And a storm is actually moving in to which Young is like, well... Well, you know, like, this umbrella isn't actually good enough. So then he throws the umbrella over to the Buddha statue that he took the umbrella from at the beginning. Yep. And Young finally gets it!
1: His soliloquy. Ahem. Though sudden storms and fierce winds press against my umbrella, this wandering traveler does not stop. As to how I cross the torrential waves of the world... I simply change my cloak and endure these turbid waters.
0: So, yeah, basically, uh, the ending is the ending is just that, you know, while the while the story of Frozen and Kingfisher may be, uh, you know, like, like, you know, maybe at its end here. The story of Young and Crow is actually just beginning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so we finally end our adventure through Thunderbolt Fantasy um season
0: one which which of course you know like the ending of the series if you watch all the way through the credits it tells you that a sequel series is currently in production
1: so do we know what that sequel series is about has that been announced
0: that has not been announced okay i'm going to assume it's just yeah but but i'm going to assume it's it's going to be young going into a new place with a new sword and crow also being there a young being very angry to that you know like you know that crow followed him follow hit him And then Crow is going to have a good time and Young's going to have a very bad time.
1: I mean, that sounds like a good, you know, a good (laughs) formula to repeat a little bit. Um, But yeah, so what did you think of this ending the first time you went through it? What uh, do you like how the series wrapped up?
0: I absolutely love it. Um, I think that the way that it ends sort of, I mean, like, I'm a big fan of things that, that, you know, like, like, you know, like the end in the same place will work where the series or the game yeah. or the movie, like, began. Yeah. Uh, but it's sort of, like, you know, but, but it's sort of, you know, just, like, you know, like, um, uh, but it, but just the fact that, just the fact that it, like, recontextualizes uh, sort of, like, the place where you started yeah. with just all that you know now.
1: Exactly. It's, like, the same people in the same place, but just you now actually know who they are. <laughs> yeah. So that is true. So something I'm curious about is young... Like, having all the swords and his role as someone who kind of takes swords, like, what for watching through it again, how much foreshadowing did you see for that? Like, I, like, do you think that that all made sense for his character from the beginning to the end of the series?
0: Yeah, so, so, like, uh, I believe it was episode four and episode six, and maybe even like a few more episodes later on to where basically he does make some references to swords and basically how swords uh, are just tools. And that swords, like, you know, like, um, like, you know, actually, like, you know, like, uh, I think it's, I, I actually think, and I actually do think it's, it's episode four to where actually, like, Kingfisher comes to him and he mentions uh, basically how, like, a bunch of swords are, uh, you know, or, or, I mean, like, how, 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 how like, swords being claimed to, to be magical in some way usually turn out fake. Yeah. And that sort of is like your first clue that he knows something about, uh, you know, like about these, about like, you know, like these kind. That's of
1: right. Things. I remember that now when he was talking to uh, Kingfisher pretty early on on one of their, when they were stopping yeah. for the night. That's interesting. So what do you see as like the main theme or themes of this show?
0: Uh, I mean, for me, it's. I'll I'll say that like you know like I I mean like uh I was first sort of like enamored with it just because I mean like you know like you know like mostly due to the puppets and the action. The puppets uh, and action I, are both amazing. Yeah, because I think that that sort of is kind of like you know what like you know really draws you in with your eyes, but then but then as it goes on, it's sort of like I get I I I I I get drawn in just whenever they're. Are like characters who like don't get along is sort of like a major thing for me yeah uh, i i'm 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 really into like the idea of parties full of people who don't really trust each other like you know who who like you know don't really trust each other and really have a variety of motivations so I mean it sort of is like it almost is i guess that like and I and I and I guess just that you know like for me like you know for me like thematically it's sort of like it's just really into like the switcheroo I guess yes it is a
1: show addicted to the switcheroo
0: and well I feel that that can be like you know like annoying like because I like, you know I think it was actually last week that we talked about how basically you know or no actually two weeks ago how we talked about the nature of the twist and how most things just do it very poorly mm-hmm. but for me it's like when a twist is done well, I am just, like, uh, all in. And yeah. that is, and that sort of is what this gives me most of the time. Uh, even if I will admit that I feel that for some people, which is actually what I was, like, you know, mostly worried about, uh-huh. uh, is sort of uh, when, like, you know, I like, is, like, you know, when the sort of, like, the core of, I guess, like, the plot being, being, like, you know, like, you know, being, like, this demon, as well as the fact that Young is sort of this, you know, like, all-powerful dude. Uh, I feel that like, you know, some people may be turned off over those things showing up at the very end.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, just kind of check out because it feels like it turned into a very traditional plot at the end. Um, yeah. Which I think is somewhat true, but I don't know. But I think because it was dealt with so quickly, I kind of felt like it the, the rest of what the show was was left pretty intact. Like the character of the enigmatic Gale was left intact through all of that, um, and who he was was left intact. So he didn't, like... Again, the characters stayed very true to themselves even with a world-ending event. They didn't all just band together to stop it. They all kind of continued their own motivations through that, like I said last week. So I think they handled that pretty well as, you know, traditional endings go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, it is a... uh, It is a series that... I've that you know, like I mean, like, like you know, like upon me watching it, like again, I really have grown to. Like, I mean, like I've really grown just to like it more, mm-hmm. uh, just because of like it's fun to watch things when there are, uh, you know, like when there are the hints being dropped all the way through about yeah. what's actually going on, and actually being able to watch it, and actually, you know, like and actually being able to to see uh, all the foreshadowing in a way. That actually that you know like that comes off natural, but also in a way that I think that you know like most viewers who are attentive will actually uh, like, you know like will actually like catch on to the foreshadowing um and they uh, you know like and they like, you know like and and uh, you know like and they will be able to like you know like look forward to something
1: yeah, exactly, something I really appreciate about it is how vociferously like all of the characters or at least the vast majority of them hold to whatever their ideals are, even when it makes life. Way more difficult for them. Like, Crow basically spent that entire show with one hand behind his back because he didn't want to... uh, Because he wanted very, very specific goals. Um, And you can say the same of Bones and pretty much anyone. Everyone had these, like, really, really specific ideals that they were going to live their life according to no matter what it really cost them. I like the idea that that almost everyone... Like, the exception of that was someone like Sharpshooter, but he also that that was kind of his character trait was the fact that he didn't have ideals. He was purely a, he was like the definition of mercenary and how he addressed the world around him. He just did whatever led to his own fame and his own survival. Um, and I don't know. I just really liked how strong each of the characters motivations were.
0: Yeah. And I think that that sort of is what you get in you know, like a lot of anime writing. Is yeah. Sort of these characters with these ideals. It's just that I feel that it's annoying to most audiences just because more than not, especially in things, I mean, like you know, like especially in like you know, like uh, in like you an anime, uh, like you know, I mean, like you know, like I mean, like like series for like you know, like young boys, uh, the ideals are mostly just like you know, like um, you know, like the ideals are basically just that you know, like like you know, like if I work hard, if I have friends, I, like you know, like yeah, like you know, like and like you know, like I like like you know, like I I. I can get through it, and it sort of is like, and i and I do like how in this series, how basically like frozen is meant to like embody that ideal mm-hmm. and then he sort of gets crushed, and then he basically has to you know sort of like you know like like you know like look through his life and basically be like, oh, like, you know like and actually come come up, and then basically like you know, like and like you know like still stick, yeah with like yeah, like you know still stick with that ideal, but sort of in like a more I guess in I but I guess in more like but I guess in in more like and I guess in just in, in more in just in more like
1: like, just more like way yeah he had yeah. to like mature his idea but he still stuck to it in the end yeah that's a really good point I've gotten frustrated with that before when it's just the same idea over and over again yeah friendship and perseverance and I think you hit the nail on the head one thing I really like about it's not just that they have these ideals but they're actually somewhat complex and interesting ideals that I wouldn't expect to see like um, especially Crow. His ideal of letting evil and good exist in the world, but just humiliating evil to show everyone how foolish it is, to me, is a really interesting thing rather than, you know, just trying to kill the villains. He's like, that kind of just perpetuates the cycle. But if I just make them look ridiculous, that's way more interesting and way more fun and uh, leads to better results anyway. So I I really like that. And I liked Bones and his obsession with, he seemed to see meaning for life in combat itself and in Mastering the soul And so, yeah, a lot of the characters, some of them, you know, the motivation is very simple. Um, Knight just wanted to end the world with demons, and that's fine. <laughs> that's her motivation. She's a <laughs> demon. She wants the demons to kill everything. Uh, but it's also interesting to see, like, the motivation shape the character so much. And you can kind of see the value of their motivation by the fruits of what the character bears. Like, Sharpshooter, for his motivation, his life seems incredibly empty. And you look at his motivations, and you realize how empty his motivations are, too. And those kind of, like, match up uh you see what these different philosophies do to a person when like fully manifested. Um so like the characters reflect their philosophies really well, which I like.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is uh it is that that sort of is what the writer of this series, like Gin, uh he's he's really big into sort of having like uh each character have like an extreme kind of a personality. Yeah, uh, to which they, uh, you know, like to which they like, uh, you know, to which they like stick to and then sort of having those clash.
1: Yep, exactly. Clashing different characters between each other. So, yeah, I I enjoyed that series. So I'm glad to have gone through. it. When is season two starting?
0: Season two starts sometime next year. We don't okay. know yet. But the but the special that goes into the past of a phoenix will be st- will be airing sometime this month. Uh huh. So I will look out for that, and I will let you know when that happens, so that we can come back and do a special episode of Spotty Tea.
1: Uh huh. That would be actually really fun. Uh, we will we
0: will just talk about it briefly, uh, hopefully on the pod. Yeah. On yeah, like yeah, like on the pod, the cast uh, that you can check over at whalesorwells dot com, along with this show and many others that have not been updated in months.
1: <laughs> that sounds good. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? Uh, oh yes, I I think that Crow is still probably my, my guess for this episode is that he is on the side of Young. That he is a good okay. guy. That's okay. my yep. guess.
0: Yep, he's yeah he's he is still a good guy. Yep, but that could change next season. That honestly to win, could to win. Uh, if you know to win if what he wants is on the side against Young, and I feel that he would have no problem. Then I feel that he would have no issue jumping over.
1: Yeah, if he is um. So if he is lying and he is just an actual thief, then he's gonna really want to steal from Young because that's a lot of swords.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: Yeah, but I I somewhat doubt that at this point. So yeah, any last questions or topics before we close uh, out?
0: Yeah. Oh well, I mean, you know, I think that I think that we sort of got, um, you know, like I I think that like you know we got the gist of like you know how of like you know how you felt about it, but I still want. You to assign a number between 1 and 100 to it.
1: Oh, to the entire series? Yes. A number between 1 and 100 indicating its quality? Yes. Ooh, I'm going to give it an 84.
0: Wow, Brian. Uh Uh-huh. That's so low. (laughs) That...
1: I know I'm. I guess I'm a jerk. that.
0: Oh, sorry, Thunderbolt Fantasy. You you, you needed 16 points yeah. more. Of-
1: you needed 16 more points. Um, it is <laughs> two less than the Metacritic score of The Last Jedi, which I admit is insulting to Thunderbolt Fantasy. <laughs>
0: Tune in next week to hear our impressions on the last Jedi. Gen- <laughs> mm,
1: I could go on a long time about that, um, <laughs> but I'm not going to because this is definitely not a Star Wars podcast.
0: Yeah. No, this is not a Star Wars podcast, but this is Spotty Translation, the only made-up podcast where half the panel hates anime, but at the end of this, Brian may like anime. I maybe I,
1: puppets, at least. I mean, if you yeah, remember puppet you like anime, puppets.
0: but you know, what if I found you? What if? What if I found you like an anime? That was just featuring nothing but puppets, but they aren't real puppets. They're just cartoon puppets.
1: Car- is is there such a thing?
0: Maybe. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I <could look laughs> well, let me know if you it. find it. <laughs> All right. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you whenever we see you.
0: Yeah, we'll see you next season when I get Abigail on here.
1: Oh, gosh. What are you going to watch <laughs> with <her>? Pokemon? <laughs>
0: uh i actually have no idea yet but okay i do but i but i do feel that the show will like you know not be finished until i get every single member
1: you're right you got to go gotta do a season to with each you can do one with cameron i bet cameron will be down for it
0: yeah i mean i could but he has but he has like a lot of history and he has all mm. and and he also has like in he also has just like a lot of baggage way more baggage than stephen even does
1: that's true you could do death note
0: <laughs> oh jeez i cannot watch that again death
1: note with cameron all right
0: no can't can't do it all right we'll have to figure and something with else that, out everybody <laughs> this has been spotty translation and i've been zach
1: i have been brian
0: are you not going to do anything well of
1: i'm waiting for you to ask my translations to be spotty
0: oh right yes yeah. may your translations always be spotty konichiwa oh that's kind of actually disappointing i know isn't it <laughs> <laughs>